NBA Straya. How are you going? How are you going? Are you right? I hope so. This is NBA Straya. It is Monday, November 6th. All day. Oh, jeez. Mondays. Hey, but if you are in Victoria or at least Melbourne, this is basically a day off. Like, I don't get the day off because I just don't. But also, like, if you get Melbourne Cup there tomorrow. So hopefully you're uh, smashing tin, tins and, I don't know, hanging loose, getting some vibes, chilling in the heat. I'm your host, James Clements. I'm the editor of a good website. It's called CodeBet. You can find that at codebet.com.au. You can also see my ugly mug on Fox Sports Lab NBA, Fox Sports Lab NFL, CodeBet Daily, all the good stuff. And I'm here in Larry Armour Studios, sweating like a priest near a preschool. I'll tell you, it's getting hot. Uh, and thank you for the kind words about the dog. He's now getting his uh, dog shilling. Canin shilling? Yeah, there you go. And God, he's back. He's hanging out. He's still peeing overnight, though. Anyway, I'll get to that later. Uh, massive weekend to rip through today. We've got weekend winners and losers. We've got the game wraps. Uh, we'll fly through all those. We're talking NBA Cup. Uh, we've got That's Not a Knife. All mate, no mate. Spot of the night. Better than Lonzo Ball. Get some Yenars. The unpopular opinion of the day in Outback Takehouse. We were serving up. A Flame Grill Take. There's an Andrew Gaze Grey Mumber Award, and we'll pick and preview all the games tomorrow. We'll do the Australian Player Watch. And we might do a quick deli review. Good one? No. <laughs> it is a fun one, though. Let's get into it. Episode 978 of NBA Australia. Let's go. This is Joe Ingalls, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shark attack! Ah, you better better watch out for the uh, the scoob attack. I tell ya, or you better watch out for the Wemby attack if you're trying to shoot a three or make a layup. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway. Uh, you better watch out for the attack of the what the hell is that? Thanks to the NBA Cup. That's right. Let's start today's show the way we start every show here at NBA Show the Daily. Whip around. I love the NBA Cup. I love it. But, oh boy, a couple of those uh, courts. Oh boy, they are hard to look at. But more importantly, they're hard to watch basketball on. <laughs> it's one of those things when you watch basketball, you're like, well, I can see the ball. And then if you're watching basketball and you go, well, I can't see the ball, then there's a problem. Adam Silver's like, I want to have so many primary colors. It's like, all right, Adam. I don't even care if we can see the ball. It's like, it's basketball. We need to see the ball. I don't care. Okay. All right, buddy. Uh, but it was a good opening sort of slate to the NBA Cup. Just It was just the tip as well, wasn't it? Just the tip. Uh, not a huge, massive slate. We will have that. Wednesday our time this week. But all those games are pretty good on Saturday. Pretty chaotic looking courts, of course, but still. Uh, it was fun. And that's all I'm about. I'm just about the fun. It's hoops. It's basketball. It's a game. Let's have some fun. Like the Bucks court looked pretty gnarly. The Pacers one was fucking chaos. The Heat one was a bit weird. The Bulls one looked like the gateways to hell. Like, so on, so forth. So... <laughs> I didn't mind the Nugs one either. The 520, uh, the 5280, uh, the altitude, whatever it was. 
You're like, that's pretty good. Blaze is a bit red too. So, look, I think everybody go, God, what is the NBA Cup? It's like, well, I'm pretty sure the NBA is doing a... They're putting a lot of time and effort into uh, making sure people know what the fuck that is, right? So, if they had to explain it more, like, they're just morons at this point. But, good job. Enjoyed the start. Looking forward to seeing how much, like, it sort of latches on. If it does, indeed, latch on. Right. What else? There was other stuff that happened on the weekend. We'll get to those in weekend winners and losers. But in terms of other news, CJ McCollum has got a small collapse right lung. Does that mean his right lung is small or it's a small collapse of his right lung? What do you reckon, Shams, a.k.a. one of just, he just doesn't know how, like, words are good together. <laughs> uh I like that it's like he's going to go additional examination in the next 48 hours to determine the progress of healing. And CJ then came out and was like, yo, did they have to use this photo? What the fuck? It's a photo of him grasping his chest. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's like here's an action replay of his lung collapsing. That's not how it works. Now, I'm no medical doctor, but I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. But anyway, look, sucks for CJ, obviously, because he's got a fucking partially collapsed lung. And uh, that's just... Beyond shit. It's also pretty shit for the Pelicans, who, like, Zion's back, he's healthy, Spindles is playing here and there. Just, the team just can't take a fucking trick, can they? Speaking of teams that can't take a trick, the Heat culture. I absolutely love the Miami Heat have written on their court, hardest working, best conditioned, unselfish, toughest, meanest, nastiest team in the NBA. Oh, it just sums up Heat culture. Even though it's a quote from Pat Riley when he was coaching the Knicks. <laughs> Just go retire fucking Michael Jordan's jersey again, Miami Heat, you fucking lame excuse for a goddamn team. That is hilarious. Oh, Pat Riley said this sick quote, man. Yeah, when he wasn't in charge of your team, you morons. What the fuck is going on there? Well, it wasn't about that team, rather. He might have been in charge of Miami at that point when he said the quote because it was part of a Nick Stocker. Anyway, moronic, hilarious, hardest working, best condition, unselfish, toughest, meanest, nastiest team in the NBA. The New York Knicks of the 90s. <laughs> oh, Lord. Woo. Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what. This is ridiculous. I, I, ooh. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, it is ridiculous. Uh, other little bits of ridiculousness from the weekend. Nick Batum, oh, <laughs> I want to go to Philadelphia and steal the money, huh? I was part of this James Harden trade. But my wife, she gets, uh, I would say, angry with me, no? Yeah, so uh, Nick Batum's wife cracked it, and he basically had to retire. And then, very clearly, someone from the Sixers organization went, Nick, look, we're not going to, look, we get it. It's hard to move cross-country when you've been traded. But just because your wife's mad at you doesn't mean you should give up all this money. He's like, yeah, fuck that. That is not a bad argument, huh? Uh, I do love it, though. It's like he's been upgraded to available for uh, the next game against the Wizards. On the injury report, it literally should have had Nick Batum, mad wife, in brackets. <laughs> is presently being stabbed by his missus. Uh, I do like it, though. The family's just like, nah, I just don't want to fucking go to Philly. I don't care that I got traded. I don't, I've made enough money. It's all right. Cool. Retire. 
And he's like, well, I fucking will then. And then he's like, actually, that is a lot of money. I could still make this year. But he was dealing with a family situation, a.k.a. his wife had pulled a knife on him, I assume. Ultimately, I hope everything's okay. Uh, speaking of the Clippers, it did come out that they're going to start hard and rusty. Paul George and Kawhi. <laughs> <laughs> Which you would assume. It's also just like, oh, yeah, that's going to be... It's going to be something. <laughs> With Zoobs. Zoobs is going to be standing there going, what am I doing? All right. Kawhi's just going to be like, I fucking hate everybody on this team. What am I doing here? I could have just stayed in San Antonio. I could have just stayed in Toronto, but no, I had to go to LA. My fucking Uncle Dennis is like, oh, nah, man, we've got to go to LA. You'll become a really big star. I didn't never want to be a star. You tell him. You tell him, Kawhi. Uh, all right, let's get into some game raps. Game raps, game raps, game raps, game raps, game raps, game raps, game raps. That's right, the game raps from the weekend. NBA Cup, we had Indy beat Cleveland. Cleveland! 121-116. Halliburton and Co. Just going back and forth, man. Yeah, Donnie Mitchell dropped 38 in that game. Wasn't enough. Cleveland have these games where they just look shit. Halliburton had 13 assists. He shot like piss. He went 0-5, but they just outdueled them. They played a way better team game. 27-9 for uh, Miles Turner. Bob Lee had 14-10-5. and five. You're like, this is the sort of game. If Miles Turner's going to go off, I want to see Mobley drop 20, but no good. The New York Knickerbockers of New York City lost to the Milwaukee Bucks. It's Algonquin for the good land. 110-105. Jalen Brunson goes for 45, but Dame carries them down the stretch with 30. Classic Bucks. That's what they do. They get carried by Dame in wins. <laughs> but it did look very cool in that uh, sweet court. Just a weird vibe in that uh, building, though, it felt like. A lot of Knicks fans, I don't know. But they're now two and four, the Knickerbockers. And the vibes out of that team are not good. Everybody hates Julius Randle. We'll get to that later. The Wizards covered Chiching against the Heat, 121-114. They lost because they're shit. They are one and four, the Wizards. But it is like fourth quarters like this one, where they're down a shit ton of points, where they just score 33 points out of nowhere, cover the line, and still lose. Thank you, Wizards. Uh, the Miami Heaters, 24-10-9 for Tyler. There goes my hero. Not bloody bad. The Brooklyn Nets beat the Chicago Bulls in the gates of hell. Dorian Finney-Smith had 21. Mikael Bridges was good. Box Hill Benny was handy to the point where he set out the next day. Good job, Benny. Not bad. Spencer Dinwiddie's back. He had a couple of threes. Mikael Bridges had the 20 as well, so... Cam Thomas, 17 points and 18 shots. Yep, he's coming home. He's coming home. The Bulls, look, this is a team you should be able to beat if you're the Bulls. You're at home. You have DeRozan. You have Levine. You have Vooch. And you're still shit because you can't guard anybody apparently all of a sudden. And you let the Nets shoot 18 to 45 from downtown. Not great, Bob. Not great. They also had 32 assists to 21 in the Nets. They were moving the ball. They came back and had that one very nicely wrapped away in the fourth quarter. God, it was a good game. The Warriors beat the Thunder 141-139 in regulation. Yep, that's a lot of points. It really was. It was a lot of points because it's a lot. It's a lot. It's 280 points in non-overtime. That's fucking nuts. 30 for Steph. He hit five threes. Clay hit four. Dort, without SGA, he took over. He had 29 points, went six to six from three as well. Giddy up. 
He had 18. That was all right. 18 for Jalen Williams. 24, 8, and 5 for Chet Holmgren. Not bad. Just awesome shootout vibes. This Warriors team with that SGA suddenly scored even more. It was chaos. Uh, the Nuggets beat the Mavs 124-125. Uh, sorry, 125-114. There you go. Luka Doncic versus the Joker. What an awesome game. We had 34-10-8 from Luka, 33-14-9 from the Joker. And the Mavs never felt in this game. Seriously, the Nuggets just started slapping them around with it like six minutes in the first quarter, and they never came close again. The Grizzlies coughed up the game against the Blazers. They were 0-6 at that point. Then they went 1-7 after winning 1-6 and after they won today. Uh, Desmond Bain at 33, but the Blazers, 24-7-10 from El Malcolm Brogdonio. That's right, El Presidente. It was pretty good. It was pretty, pretty good. Shaden Sharp blocks the game-winning potential shot. OT, baby. 115-113. Hilarious. Shaden Sharp is a weapon. Yeah, 22 on that one. Uh, what else? That was all the NBA Cup games from Saturday. Pretty fun stuff, right? Yeah. And then Sunday, we had the Sixers kick the piss out of the Suns. They really did, the Sixers. They just fucking put the foot down and mowed it away. And Embiid was able to chill. He had 26-11. KD had 31. The Suns just a little bit wobbly without Booker. Uh, and you're like, yeah, suddenly Kevin Durant's playing with like Kata Bates-Diop, Yusuf Nurkic, Eric Gordon, and Grayson Allen. And he's like, I fucking left Brooklyn for this. <laughs> Seriously, Keita Bates-Diop, Yusuf Nurkic, Eric Gordon, and Grayson Allen are his compadres in these games. Jesus. Uh, the Hornets beat the Pacers thanks to Lamello. Lamello's done it. He had 43-12 and 12 to Tyrese Halliburton, but couldn't get past Lamello on the last possession. Lamello poked the ball away twice. That's a pants, and we'll get to that in a second. The Magic Man beat the Lakers 121-01. Kicked the shit out of him. Palo Bancaro was great, 25-7-10. The Lakers could just never get into a groove. The defense just went absolutely MIA. The Hawks beat the absolute piss out of the Pelicans, 123-105. Pelicans got out to a flyer. Then the Hawks just reeled it back in and just put the fucking hurt on them. It was wild. Talk about swings and roundabouts. I think it was like a uh, the Pelicans were up. They like put up 40 in the first quarter or something. Like that. And uh, so they're up like, you know, 8, 10 points, that sort of stuff in the first up again pretty big in the middle of the second quarter and then just got down like 20. <laughs> just got killed. They did. They got straight killed. So he got straight killed. It was brutal. Stop, stop. He's already dead. Uh, the Celtics beat the piss out of the Nets on a back-to-back. No box hill Benny Simmons for that one. Cam Thomas had 27, though. Jason Tatum, 10th youngest to get to 10,000 points. Not bad for a 19-year-old. Celtics absolutely rolling at 5-0. Absolute juggernaut. The Rockets, as predicted on this year's program on Friday, beat the Kings uh, 107-89. Dylan Brooks crushed it, 26. God, I hate that team. Uh, the Wolves beat the Yaz 123-95. Ant-Man, 31-8-6. And the Nugs beat the Bulls 123-101 because the Bulls are a joke of a franchise. And then today, we had some awesome ones. Suns, Detroit. At least the Suns beat the Pistons. They're now 3-4 and four Phoenix after that. And again, it's the Keta beats Diop, Yusuf Nurkic, Eric Gordon, Grayson Allen combo. And you're like, oh, that's, uh, yeah, it's not good. They went 8 of 21 from 3. The thing is, the Pistons went 8 of 23 from 3, which is worse and had 16 turnovers 
and got out rebounded by 10. And KD had 41. Because he loves nothing more than kicking the shit out of the Detroit Basketball Pistons. Uh, the Raptors beat the Spurs and Wembenyama. 123-116 in overtime. Because of Scoob. Simple as that. Because of Scoob. Wembenyama was out there ruining OG, but didn't matter. They got past him in the end. The Cleveland, Cleveland. Cavaliers beat the Warriors 115-104. Draymond Green got kicked in the loaf. Uh, what I forgot to mention earlier in the game wrap of that OKC Warriors game was that OKC got absolutely jobbed by the refs. I'm going to talk about that again in a second. Uh, Draymond hits the cylinder with the ball up in the air, in the cylinder. Well, he hits the rim with the ball still in the cylinder. They call basket interference and then revoke it. And everyone's like, God, well, it's the rules. Josh Giddy also touched the fence. It's like, that's not what they called. It's a mess. Anyway. Then Draymond got kicked in the fucking balls today and everything is okay in the universe. 115-104, good win by the Cavs. Donnie Mitchell drops 31. The Mavericks hold off the Hornets despite LaMelo's 30-10-13. and 13. Uh, Luke Donches, 23-12-9. Kyrie was pretty handy in this game. Grant Williams hit a bunch of threes late to basically get them over the line because it was fucking close. Charlotte went back and forth with them all game and it took a big... Big fourth quarter from the Mavs to get past them. So, good job. Good job, Matt. Not bad. I'll tell you, he was pretty good too. Derek Lively. That dude rules. And then the last game, we had the Grizzlies finally get a win. Good on them. One and six now. One twelve. One hundred over the Blazers. Uh, what happened to that one, Jim? Yeah. It was a uh, 24-2 run in the last six minutes by the Grizzlies. So, good job, Grizz. All right, let's do some winners and losers from that weekend slate. I won! I won! Ah! <laughs> Recapping our day's top story, the winner of today's state lottery is me, Kent Brockman. <clears throat> Can we get a shot of me? There you go. There you go. In other news. Terrible mix-up in Cleveland. Many people killed. Uh, winners. The Philadelphia 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6s. They are playing awesome. It was a great year now they got sent in during the week last week. It's like They're just playing like a fun... They look like they're having fun. They're playing a fun brand of basketball. It's like, yeah, they are. They absolutely handle Phoenix on Saturday. And, uh, well, no, that was our Sunday, right? Yeah, their Saturday. It was awesome. Like, Embiid just fucking chilled. Kelly Oubre is just doing all the right, good Kelly Oubre shit. I think he had 25 in that game. Tobias Harris at 18 and 10, so cruiser rating. They're looking good. Maybe a little bit too good. <laughs> but it's also one of those things where you go, yeah, you get a new coach, you get a new voice in there, and you just sort of go, well, hang on. This is a bloke who loves trying to beat us. Now he gets to, like, actually hang out and use Joel Embiid. <laughs> and Nick Nurse is really good. So good stuff. Boston, they are rolling, obviously. They are smashing teams, Boston. They look awesome. Their starting five is radical. They are 5-0. and oh. They have a point differential of plus 18 and a half. That's very big. <laughs> Seriously, they're scoring 126.4 points a game and giving up 108. Not bad. Good size. But I also think there's a level of leadership now given to Tatum with Marcus Smart not there. It's like he is playing fucking awesome, and it's like his team. God, he looks good. 
They are just curb stomping dudes. Orlando weekend winners, because that was a really good win over the Lakers. They sort of come home from that road trip. They eke out the win over Utah after losing in LA twice and then just smash the Lakers. Franz Wagner was awesome. Paolo kicked some ass. It's exactly what you wanted to see if you're a win- if you're a uh, Magic fan. The Hawks, they smoked the Pelicans and look fucking good at it too. Watched a lot of that game and you're like, oof. There is very little the Pels can do about this. Rudy Gobez, this tabu tabu. He beat the Utah Yaz. It's a soft J. In a revenge game for the Wolverines. That was pretty good. Wolverines. The Timberwolves got a nice win. The Bucks, they needed that win over the Knickerbockers of New York City. Blopez is a win as well. He had eight blocks in that game. It was fucking gnarly. Cavs, look, they were on the loser list until they had a really good bounce back win against the Warriors. That. Talk about a team that needed a get-right win. Boom. It was, I tell you what. Cleveland. Right there. Dallas, really, really good bounce back as well after being just completely just demolished by Denver. Uh, Holding off Charlotte. They moved to 5-1. They're looking good. Love that one from Dallas because it's the exact game last year that they lose by completely bottling it. This year, they go, well, we've got Kyrie. We've got Grant Williams. If they hit some shots, we're fine. That's exactly what happened. Derek Lively, though. God damn. They're also winners because they've got Derek Lively, the dude who exactly fits what they needed. So the Raptors, big comeback in that San Antonio Banderas game. Awesome. Awesome win for the Raptors. Denver, 6-1, and one, absolutely rolling. If you watch Denver, you're like, this. they can do it on both ends. This is unfair. The MPJ and Gordon combo is working better than ever. Joke is just orchestrating it all like the maestro. It's unreal. And last weekend winner, Memphis, because they finally got a win, which is pretty funny. Uh, you could also throw Miami in there, but basically in not covering against the Wizards, they basically lost as well, so fuck them. Uh, who else? I think that's about it. I enjoyed the Wolves. That was pretty good. Uh the Suns, I guess, for beating it. Houston for beating Sacramento. Sure. Dylan Brooks, good job. Either way, let's do some. Losers. Wherever the button is for losers. We're not losers. No, you two are winners. Big winners. When I grow up, I want to marry a big winner like you guys. Shut up. Loser. 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 Losers. The Knickerbockers of New York City. That is a basketball team that is at war with itself. It is a mess. It is a big, stinking New York sidewalk mess. And if you've not been to New York, uh, you might not know what I'm saying there. But, see, in New York, in Manhattan, and Brooklyn, no matter really the borough you're at, uh, not much in the way of sort of garbage bins with all the uh, apartment buildings and everything, right? So what your building does is all the rubbish sort of goes out on the street in bags, big giant bags, or in big skips, etc. And uh, yeah, it means it can get pretty fucking fruity in the air. Jesus. Hot a summer, sturdy, stinking July night. You're out there with the dog. You're like, everything just smells fucking horrible. Anyway, uh, that's what the Knickerbockers are right now. They are a New York sidewalk. It's like, what is that? Oh, God, I don't want to know. 
Uh, they are scoring 103 points a game. They are giving up 103 points a game. Everything in balance, as it should be. Uh, but they have lost their last two games. Julius Randle is the most hated man in New York. And they stink. They absolutely stink. Uh, Tyrus Halliburton's a bit of a loser. He had 43-12 and 12 in that Pacers game against the uh, Hornets. And all we'll remember from that game is him getting straight killed. But he got straight killed! While Lamello at the end of the game. Just picked his pocket twice. Tyrese is like, God damn it. The Lakers! Oh, no. You go to Florida and what happens? The Lakers stink! That's right. They did. They got absolutely shit-pumped by the Magic. Now they're going to play Miami. The old Floridia double. That's not great. Pretty sure AD might get a case of the Floridia double. <laughs> That'll give you a case of the Floridia herp. The Pelicans! God, they were bad against the Hawks. They're also weekend losers because now they lose CJ McCollum until he comes back from a complete, like, well, a small <laughs> collapsed lung. Partially collapsed lung. Jesus, that's star. Oh, it's just tough. It's just really tough for the Pelicans. It's like Zion set out a game, and you're like, ah, now it's all falling apart. Now I've lost CJ. Play more Dyson. Get the vacuum out there. Uh, Chicago, talk about a bad weekend. Dropped a shit one in Brooklyn they should not have lost. Then got smoked by Denver. This is a team with no identity, no direction, and no good players. Like DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, Vooch. They're good players. But they don't really know what they are or how to play together, which is a problem. Yeah. The Thunder weekend loses because they got absolutely dogged by the refs to lose that Golden State game. Absolute screw job. Oh, but Jim, read the rules. Yeah, look, if someone fucking hits the rim as the ball is in the air in the cylinder, I still think that's basket interference. Call me crazy. Yes, Giddy did grab it at the same time, but fuck it, whatever. I'm not going to bleed too much about it because it was a bit fucky. And the Blazers, as I mentioned, outscored 24-2 in the last six minutes of that game. It's pretty funny. It's pretty bad. Blazers. That's some good tanking. All right, let's do an NBA Australia Pro Performance of the Night. <laughs> That's a nice. That's a nice. Oh, poor Jalen Brunson. Like, if you're going to throw up 45 points in a game, like, you want the rest of your team to just not be shit. That's all you kind of ask at that point, right? It's like, guys, can you just not be fucking shit house? The Knicks are like, ah, oh, don't know about that. Just don't know if we can do it. Just, nah, it seems a bit tough. Seriously, Tibbs is only playing eight dudes at this point anyway. And he's just like, fuck it. Q Grimes, quickly. Don't Vincenzo. And one of eight. Like, just Josh Hart, two of nine. And Jalen Brunson's this shining light. 45 points, 17-30, doing everything. And Jalen Brunson is like, is Julius Randle over there taking a shit on the court? Because I'm pretty sure that's what he's doing. This sucks. Uh, Luka Doncic with a 34-10-8 and eight with nine turnovers the other day. Not bad. And then today, nearly had the dribble-double again. Uh, but this time, in a win. So that's kind of nice. A couple of good performances from Luka. Yeah, the 23-12-9 today. He went one of nine from downtown this time. Just, just come on, Luca. Just bump it up a little bit. Uh, in that same game, Lamelo was awesome. He scored, what, 30-10-13, 21 points or something in, his, in the last quarter. Absolute chaos. Uh, 41 from KD against the Pistons. He just loves kicking the shit out of the Pistons. 
Dame hits the go-ahead three, ends up with 30 against the Knicks. Scoob, though, and Nikola Jokic are probably my two favorites on the weekend. Jokic on a back-to-back had 28, 16, and 9. Went 9 of 16 from the floor, 9 and 9 at the line. He was a plus 33 on a back-to-back. You can take all your conditioning drills and, like, personal chefs and blow it out your ass. Like, Jokic spent the entire summer getting loaded, riding horses, dancing, and came back with, oh, okay, play basketball now. And he drops 28, 16, and 9, barely misses a fucking shot and is a plus 33. Unbelievable. And Scoob, 30 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists, 3 steals, 3 blocks, and hit 5 threes. That's pretty good. This is Scoob's world. We're just living in it. The problem is OG and Siakam are like, ah, oh, but I thought this was our team. No good, Spuds. Spud, 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 of the night. Spud of the night. I'll tell you what, uh, 2 of 15 from your man Royce O'Neal was uh, pretty spudly. That's V spudly. Uh, Chris Paul went 0 of 6. Not today. In the other Warriors game against the OKC Thunders. And uh, that's very, very Chris Paul. He went 2 of 10 today. So I'm no math scientist, but going 2 of 16 across two games is pretty fucking shithouse, Chris Paul. So, yeah, just saying, man. Just saying. Uh, A bit shit. If you go back to the Sacramento game, he went 1 of 5. So now, again, no math genius, but 3 of 21. Is that bad? Yeah, it's pretty bad. He's gone 1 of 10 from downtown in those three games as well. Spud. Bloke's head looks like a spud. Played like a spud. Uh, 2 of 12 for Siakam. I mentioned that. It's like, just let's scoop do all this, all the work. 4 of 14 for Bogdan Bogdanovich. 4 of 15 for Lamelo the other day and Brook Lopez. Lamelo then at least did bounce back today and uh, had himself a hell of a night uh, despite the loss. And, yeah, Lopez had all the blocks in the world. Didn't hit many shots, but... Lamelo went 11-23 today, so, yeah, good bounce back. Uh, 4 of 17 for D'Lo in his, uh, it feels like D'Angelo Russell's spiritual home, doesn't it? Orlando. But Orlando are now sort of like, nah, we're good. We're okay. We've got point guards-ish. And we don't need D'Lo. Uh, 6 of 20 for THT. He's dynamite. And then Randall. So he shot 5 of 20 in that game. Now, you might remember on Friday, I was bemoaning Julius Randle's uh, shooting stats. 5 of 20 didn't make them better. Oh, Lord. What the hell was that? This is ridiculous. I, I, ooh. Oh, Lord. But most of all, I'd really like to thank Trey Jones and Benny Matherin for celebrating 311 Day back on Friday with me by what did they shoot? <laughs> Went and shot 311, basically celebrating 311 Day back on Friday. How did you celebrate it, Jim? Well, I got loaded and watched a bunch of YouTube clips of 311. It was fucking great. 
<laughs> Had myself a great night. Uh, who was old mate? No mates. Old mate. 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 No mates. Who's got no mates today? Well, it's the Detroit Pistons. Every time they play Kevin Durant, I think he's now got four straight forty-plus point games against them. <laughs> That's insane. Uh but it's probably the most hated man in New York. He's definitely your mate um, because Julius Randle is averaging 13.7 points. He is shooting 27% from the floor. That is the second worst field goal percentage in NBA history through six games in a season with a minimum of uh, 90 field goal attempts. It literally has not been done in such horrible fashion since 1959 when a bloke named Woody Salisbury did it and shot 26.5%. Through six games. In fact, it's Joe Fulkes in 1948, Bob Love in 1976, and Joe Grabowski in uh, 1958. Julius Randle is second on this list at 27.1%. He is having an absolute shithouse start to his year, and it's hilarious. He has shot in his games 5 of 22, 4 of 10, 4 of 15. 5 of 14, 3 of 15, and 5 of 20. Yeesh. For those playing along at home, that is 26 of 96. Blah, blah, blah. What the hell was that? It's horrible. This is horrible. There's no other way to put it. God damn right. Julius Randle, everybody in New York is like, this guy has got to fucking go. The big problem is, if he's playing shit, you can't trade him because no one's going to be like, well, we need him. You mean the guy shooting 27% from the floor? Yeah, nah. We're good, thanks. Pantsing of the night. Had a couple of good ones. Halliburton, as I mentioned earlier, at the hands of Lamello. That is an absolute pantsing. He did it to him twice. Twice! He did it to him twice! And that was the game. The game was over. LaMelo won the game with a defensive stand. Incredible. Absolute panting. Uh, Jalen Suggs nutmeg d on a fast break. Literally just dribbled it straight through his legs. And then passed it to the Jingles, who smoked the three. Congratulations, d You got pantsed and you got jingled. God damn. That's the absolute all-time combo. And uh, the OG Ananobi getting a de- three deleted at the hands of Wemby but then also having a layup deleted by Wemby where he just took the ball away from you. That is an absolute panting. But the thing is, it's Wemby. He's going to do that to, like, everybody by the time his career is done. And uh, I enjoyed this last little one. Tim Hardaway, the lesser. He was there for the game-sealing dunk against the uh, Hornets. Clanged it off the back of the rim. It went so far back the other way. It went to, like, Gordon Haywood for a layup (laughs) at the other end. Nearly cost him the game. That is such a big self-pantsing. Not only do you blow the fucking dunk, you nearly give up the ghost and cost yourself the game. Unbelievable gear. All right. Who was better than Lonzo Ball, though? Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you're going to get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros. Now I can be average. You're coming for everybody. Coming for everybody. Uh, Scoob, again, 30-11-6. Just what a game. What are we doing here? God, he was good. 30, 11, 6, but with three steals, three blocks, made five threes. 
It's just fucking incredible. Shaden Sharp, 22 against the Grizzlies on Saturday. He's averaging over 20 a game. He is pretty fun. And every time you watch a uh, Portland game, you need fun because they're not that much fun. But then Shaden Sharp's out there, you're like, this is fun. I'm enjoying this. He had 18 today. Uh, 18, 8, and 3. Not bad, bro. Not bad. Orsar Thompson nearly had a 5 by 5 in his seventh ever game. He had 14, 9, 4, 4, and 4. Not bloody bad. And, of course, the Lamello ball. Better than the Lonzo ball because he had 21 in the fourth quarter and a 30-point triple-double. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> we'll pay that one. All right. What about the magic tweet of the day? Coach Rivera had the team ready to play, and Coach Eric Bieniemy called an excellent game. He was creative on offense and switched between runs and passes. QB Sam Howe did well executing the game plan. He threw for 300 yards, his third game this season. I want to give a special shout-out to our receivers. They were excellent and caught just about everything out through their way today. Our offensive line stepped up big this week, and the defense played a solid game. Jartavius Martin's interception sealed the victory for the team. I'm very happy with my commander's win over the Patriots. <laughs> Players stepped up on both sides of the ball and played consistent in the entire fourth quarter. Thanks, Magic! Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Just the inner dialogue just tweeted. Dickhead of the week! I just hate Draymond's fucking face sometimes. That basket interference, him carrying on like a pork chop... Then the call going his way, it's like, fuck you. And then he got booed in the balls today and everything was right in the universe. Loved it. What a giant dickhead. Because he got kicked in the head of his dick. All right, let's do some yenards <laughs> right after this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey, guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And 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 you're listening to NBA Australia. All right, let's do some Yanars. Brought to you by the NBA Australia shop. Get your merch, get your merch. Get your merch, get your merch. Wear it. Get your merch, get your merch. Get your merch, get your merch. Yeah, do it. Get a hoodie, get a t-shirt, whatever you need. Tee it up. Got to pay for this dog's fucking medicines <laughs> somehow. I'll tell you what, giving a dog a fucking insulin shot twice a day. Uh, yeah, it's expensive, but look, I can afford it. It's all good. Uh, but the other thing is, it's just like, God damn, man. Like, is your skin all right? He's like, yeah, man. I'm, I'm a dog. i got thick dog skin. Check this out. He barely fucking notices. Jesus. Anyway. Uh, good. He's doing great as well. It is hilarious. Like in the last day and a half, he's only been doing the insulin, I guess, what, two, two, three days? And uh, he's just like, hey, Jim, I'm back. Right as rain. Just barking at fucking nothing in the backyard. I'm like, would you shut up? Jesus Christ. It's good to have you back, buddy. Can you stop being a pain in the ass? Anyway, it's good to have him back. All right. Yeah, nah, Dan Drosher had a good one. Yeah, nah, just go to FIBA rules with basket interference. Okay, so you got dog by the refs, and Adam Silver definitely wants the Warriors to win the in-season tourney. Yeah, nah. Yes, we should have the FIBA rules of basket interference. I think you can either fucking just give it the tap as soon as it's bounced off. Whatever. I don't give a shit. I love it. 
The FIBA rules are rad. Do you know how much fun that'd be in NBA? You'd have put back dunks galore. Of course, it'd get very fucking squirrely because you could just have Wimby just knock everything out of the cylinder. So maybe we shouldn't do that. Actually, yeah, nah, nah, we shouldn't do that because Wemby could literally just stand next to the basket. He could stand outside of the actual paint, reach over and just like swat it out as soon as it's banged on the rim. You're like, nope, get it out of here. Uh, the second half of that though, Adam Silver definitely wants the Warriors to win the in-season tournament. Yeah, nah, yes. I know that the Warriors aren't good enough to win the title this year, but I will get my little buddy Steph Curry this in-season tournament it will shine a light on how genius I am. That's correct, Adam. You will. But I'd also, look, if I was rigging the NBA, I would also want the Warriors to win the in-season tournament. <laughs> Everyone loves Steph Curry. you got to get him the win for this one because who knows what will happen next year. Uh, Dan Joshua also banged in another quick one. Is Lively the second best from the current draft class so far? To be fair, everyone watched so much of the Thompson Twins. Yeah, nah, I'm going to say... Nah, he's not quite the second best yet. Uh, and this is the draft class, as he pointed out. Doesn't That doesn't count Chet, who was drafted last year, of course. Uh, but it goes Wemby, and I'd still probably say Brandon Miller, because he's been very, very handy at times as Miller, and he's showing some very nice flashes. At three, I'd have Orsard Thompson, though. Then probably Lively. Then Marcus Sasser from Detroit. He's been pretty good, too. Uh, not on that list. In the top five, he is Scoot Henderson. <laughs> Jesus. It's it's a bit rough on Scoot, you know? You've got Malcolm Brogdon. You can just sit him out. It's like, nah, it's all right, buddy. Just just take a bit of a breather. And that's exactly what he's doing at the moment. Just like, all right, just, you know, he's dealing. He was out today. Um, I don't know what the reasoning behind it was, but he was out. So, Sure. He's been ruled out. Ankle sprain. There you go. Because he didn't play against the... Uh, that's what I thought. He didn't play against the Grizzlies last week. Well, on Saturday. So, yeah. Scoot's not quite up in the top five yet, obviously. Sasser is good. Lively... I think the big thing with Lively, though, is that he absolutely fits that Dallas team to an absolute fucking T. God, he's good for them. Like today, he could have... Uh, what, the number 12 pick? He could have easily won better than Lonzo Ball today because he had, what, 15-14? He shot 7 of 9. It's awesome. Because it sort of just means you go, right, well, we've got our starting center. We can bring Dwight Powell off the bench. This is great, you know? That sort of vibe. So good on him. Doing a great job. Not bad. Enjoying Derek Lively a lot. But look, keep your eyes on Brandon Miller. Charlotte will have games where they're super fun to watch. So just... Make sure you do so. Scott Baxter sent a good one through the other day. Stars are actually buying into the in-season tournament. Yeah, nah. I mean, to a degree, they were. Like, there was actually this one... Like, you could almost see it roll across some of the teams playing on Saturday, right? They had that moment of like, oh, wait, this game actually means a little bit more as well. Like, that's when you saw the Bucks sort of kick away from the Knicks. You saw the Nets, like, actually just go, this is pretty fucking big. And the Warriors specifically against the Thunder, like, it was like, this game actually is important because, like, who knows what the fuck is going to happen for the rest of the tournament. And, I mean, Joker always cares about everything. So, yeah, I'd agree with that 100%. Right, unpopular opinion of the day. Now look at me, please. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Uh, Heat culture 
or the trumpeting of heat culture and go, how good is heat culture? Look how good our culture is. Our culture is awesome. Isn't that the opposite of heat culture and what it's all about? What do we do? Why are we painting giant slogans of something Pat Riley said about the 90s Knicks on your court? The heat culture jerseys are a joke. What are you doing? It is absolutely fucking deplorable. I'll tell you that much. All right. What about now back? Takehouse. It's Monday at our back, and you know what that means? Oh, yeah. Well, I only take one of the squids to our daycare today. And really, it was actually Old Maid who took him. So, on the way back, she collected a possum. Just got stuck up behind the wheel. So all we have to do is just skin that up. Boom. It's already deboned, mostly. Chuck that on the grill and away you go. That's right. Roadkill possum. Only. At Outback. Goes great as a flame grill take. And today's flame grill take is... Every NBA review has to be done at game speed and a decision has to be come to in 10 seconds. Only at Outback. This is not even a flame grill take. It's just what should happen. Seriously, there are so many... Look, we're like a week and a half into a season. There's points of games where like players are just standing around going, what are you doing? Hurry the fuck up. Like they're getting cool. Like they're cooling down. Because they're having such a long fucking break for one review. It's like, you idiots, just look at it in game speed, make a decision, move the fuck on. No one is going to be absolutely fucking beside them. Ah, it's not 100% to a million percent correct. Just do it, get it done, move on, and we can get on with our lives and not sit there twiddling our fucking thumbs. Jesus. Vice President of Common Sense here. Just fucking make it happen. Game speed, or at least half speed. So you get like a bit of a sense of what's going on. A decision in 10 to 12 seconds. Shot clock as they bring up the fucking little screen. Or just do it all remotely so we don't have to fuck around. All right. Quick break. We'll be back with Australian Player Watch right after this. This is Shane Hill, and you're listening to NBA Australia. All right, Australian player watch. Box Hill Benny wasn't bad against Chicago. Eight points, nine rebounds, six assists. He had four turnovers. Uh, pretty good defense, though. He had a steal. He shot four of eight from the floor. Uh, then sat out in the Boston game because he's still nursing that smashed back. Maya Jama. Yep. She ruined his back. Uh, the Mop Top Mumba, the Wheat Bix Kid, Josh Giddy. And that dogged loss to the Golden State Warriors. He had 18 points, five rebounds, four assists. He had six turnovers. 8 of 15 from the floor, he shot 0 of 3 from downtown, 2 of 2 from the stripe. Not bad. With SGA out, Dort took over. And Giddy, I just want to see a little bit more assertion. Just saying. Patty thrills, Patty Mills. Uh, copped another, did not play coaches as an idiot. So, yeah. Uh, against Dyson, actually. Dyson did play in that game and was really good. It's seven points, five assists, three rebounds, a steal, and a block shot. Three or four, and one or two from the from three. That's awesome. Play Dyson. Look, I don't. I don't want to stand here and scream. Play Dyson more. I want Dyson to uh, earn it by being really good 
even in a limited role, and then just expanding the role. Sometimes that's all you need. Jingling Joe Ingles against the Lakers. The Lakers. The Lakers stink. Uh, 25 minutes, Jingles played, which is about his average at the moment. Seven points. He had two of six from downtown. Uh, two of five from downtown. Two of six overall. One on one at the stripe as well. Three rebounds, three assists, and a steal to go two turnovers. Slowly but surely sort of finding his footing, I think, in Orlando, uh, especially with the very specific role of like 24, 25 minutes, bit of playmaking, do a little bit of stuff, just be the adult on the floor, and that's exactly what he's good at. Rock him, sock him, block him, jock him, Lando the rooster against Sacramento. He played 12 minutes, didn't score a bucket. He went over, for, for 1. Uh, it was the 3, but he did have 3 rebounds, 3 assists, and a steal, though. Josh Greeny, Green, and Dante Sexham. A couple of good games against Denver and Dallas. Uh, Greeny off the bench for these two games. 13 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, and 2 steals against Denver. He was fucking great. 5 of 8 from the floor, 3 of 5 from downtown. And then against Charlotte today, 7 points, went 3 of 9 from the floor, 1 of 4 from 3, 0 of 2 at the stripe. 2 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal, and a block. Talk about finding and carving out your role. Greeny is doing it really, really well, no matter if he's starting or coming off the bench. Dante sex him up, had a trillion in a minute against Denver. That's a 1 minute. 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 Love that. And then against Charlotte, he played three minutes. He had three points. Uh, it was an awesome, awesome sequence because it was Aussie to Aussie to Aussie where Kyrie Irving passed it to Josh Green. Green drove, kicked it out to Exum. Exum hit the three. That's three Australian-born legends, but we don't acknowledge Kyrie as Aussie here because he's about as Aussie as, I don't know, Probably who he thinks he is, Matt McGundy. So, yeah, noted Australian. Uh, three points, one or two from the floor for Sexton, one on one from downtown, and a rebound in his three minutes. And Aussie Matty T. Uh, Cop the bullshit fucking flopping call today, actually. Uh, but in Portland, against the Grizzlies for Portland, he had five points, two blocks in game one. He went two or four from the floor and one or three from downtown. And then today, in that game where he got the bullshit flopping call, uh, he played another... Sort of crucial 19 minutes. He had six points, three rebounds, an assist, a steal, and two blocks. And the two or three from the floor were both three, well, both three pointers on three three point attempts. So good job by Ozzy Matty T. Looking bloody good. All right, what about an Andrew Gay's Graham Umber Award for outstanding achievement in the field of excellence? Andrew Gay's Graham Umber! Clap it up. There you go. Uh, this one is about the Sixers. Because they are the first team in NBA history to have four players average over 20-plus points per game in a team's first five games of the season. That's unreal. Four players over 20 points a game. They've got Joel Embiid at 29.4, Tyrese Maxey 26.2, Kelly Oubre at 21, and Tobias Harris, the never-nude, at 20. That's unreal. The last time the Sixers had four players do that in any five-game stretch, not just to start the season, came back in 1967. 19-diggity-7, Hal Greer, Wilt Chamberlain, Wally Jones, and Billy Cunningham. That is awesome. They are playing unreal. The problem is, you have those moments, you're like, well, it's Kelly Oubre. The arse will fall out of this. 
because he plays Unreal for like two weeks and then just goes to shit. So he's just waiting for the sh- other shoe to drop, which is a worry. But anyway. Uh, let's do the Patty Mills Game Day Bull Game Day Twitter check-in. This is Patty uh, posting up your own facility at your own, your own street. Wild! Congrats, Killer, for all that you do for your community. At Norman, Oklahoma, Trey Young Drive. That's awesome. And then Patty also had the uh, three, two, one, and has Trey Young Drive unveiled. That's very cool. And like his whole team was there, so good on him. No wonder they won that fucking game. <laughs> oh, man, wish I'd have known that before. I bet that game, I'll tell you. Should have warnings. Like, uh, warning, Trey Young has just unveiled his own Trey Young drive and his entire team was there to back him up. It's like, fucking. Yeah, right. Let's do some game previews. Game previews. More game previews. Thanks, Inverton Bane. Not a problem, Jimmy. How's it all going? You're not bad. I had a really nice weekend. Just chilled. Went to see Klinger on Friday. Smash him. Fucking tins, I'll tell ya. Celebrating 311. And, uh, gonna go to the treat tonight. Hang out. Smash some more tins. Because it's, uh, Melbourne Cup Eve. But, of course, I don't get the day off tomorrow. So you'll see a, sh- a show will be going on. Because there's 12 games tomorrow. So... It's all going to be happening. Uh, we absolutely demolished the picks over the weekend. Uh, heads up, all the head-to-head ones that we did for Saturday and Sunday, we missed two. That's right. We went seven of eight on Saturday and four of five today. That's unreal. Uh, otherwise, on Saturday against, sorry, yeah. Yeah, yesterday, so Sunday and Monday. Head-to-heads, seven of eight and then four of five. Then against the line on Friday for the... NBA Cup, we went four of seven. We missed Cleveland. We missed Milwaukee because they didn't cover. We nailed the Washington pick, nailed the Brooklyn pick, nailed the OKC pick, got the Denver pick, and missed the Memphis pick. So four of seven, you'll take that. So that's really good. We're doing really well, just saying. But a big slate tomorrow. Let's do it. Let's preview all these games. We have Golden State on a back-to-back in Detroit. The Detroit Basketball Pistons. After playing today as well, they have a slight rest advantage because the Detroit Basketball Pistons stayed home. They played an early game against the Suns. Golden State travel from Cleveland to Detroit. It's just up the road, but they're on the road. They had a later game. I'm going to take the Detroit Basketball Pistons plus six because I don't know if Golden State plays Steph. If they do, I think Detroit... Really suck, you know, put this one to them. So give me Detroit plus six. Between Orsar Thompson, a bit of the size, Kay Cunningham to go off. I reckon they can stick with them. At home, plus six. Let's go Detroit. Indy hosting San Antonio. I don't agree with this one. Indy minus eight. Miles Turner versus Wemby. Wemby on a back-to-back. I feel like San Antonio might rest him. So let's go Indy minus eight. I think they can kick the shoot out of San Antonio. Uh, Devin Vassell's dealing with like a, what was it, a calf or a hamstring strain. That sort of gear. Uh, I think Indy will have way too much on offense to uh, for San Antonio, especially if Wemby doesn't play. If he does, I'd be tempted to take the plus eight. But I still like Indy minus eight because they can put up scores. We have seen that this year with Indiana because, I don't know, they're just one of the weirder teams. I think they're also right up there with like teams that go over. 
So their last few games have been 125-124 in that loss against the Hornets, 121-116 against the Cavs, the 155-104 loss to the Celtics, the 112-105 loss to the Bulls. But they put up 143 on the Wiz and 125 on the Cavs earlier as well. So maybe they just played the Cavs really well, Indy. But I don't mind them. Minus eight versus Sean Antonio. If you're going to have a big score, they might win by a lot. Dallas versus Orlando. I'm going to go the Magic Men at home again. Orlando minus one and a half at home. Dallas on a back-to-back. I just don't quite see them having enough in the tank to beat Orlando on a back-to-back on the road. Washington plus 12 against Philly because that's what Washington do. They're shit, but then they'll score 33 points in the fourth quarter to cover almost all the time. (laughs) Seriously. They lost by... It ended up only being seven points against the Heat the other day. Seven. They lost by nine against the Hawks. They did get shit-whomped by the Celtics, but then they beat the Grizzlies prior to that. And uh, the Washington Wizards are shit, but they can cover that line. Let's go. Plus 12 against Philly. Philly are a team that... Look, I think they're perfect against the line to start the season, Philly, but I think this is the one where Washington sneak up on them and just... I don't know. They end up winning by eight. Uh, Brooklyn plus five and a half against Milwaukee. It's a gonkin for the good land. Don't mind the Nets. I'm going to take the Nets plus five and a half. I think they lose this one, but Milwaukee don't curb stomp them and Brooklyn win this, uh, lose this by like four. So I'll take the five and a half for Brooklyn. You've got Ben Simmons, Mikael Bridges and co to throw at Giannis. You can maybe see Spencer Dinwiddie, Bridges and co can sort of slow down Dame a little bit. But Blopez is going to want to destroy his old team. They don't really have much size. So I'd look for a big Blopez game. But Brooklyn, just to stick around and cover that line late. Lakers plus one in Miami. Lakers don't have Rui. They don't have Vanderbilt. I don't think it'll matter. I think Miami are just... They're a bit gassed. This could be a big AD BAM battle. It'll be pretty fun. They just need to slow down Tyler Hero, and they'll be fine. So give me the Lakers plus one. Throw Reeves on Hero and just see what happens. It's white on white crime. You'd love to see it. Uh, the Clippers minus one and a half against the Knickerbockers of New York City. The Clippers, as I said at the top, they're going to start Rusty, Harden, Paul George, and uh, Kawhi. So I actually like them against the Knicks, who are just cooked. The Knicks are just a fucking rudderless, what-are-we-doing team. The Clippers, just enough talent to get by. Utah plus four in Chicago. It's a replay of the 97-98 NBA Finals. Let's go. Chicago stink. I hate them. I'm going to go Utah plus four. I think Lowry against his old team. Look at that one. It's going to go bang. Sacramento at Houston. I think Houston could win this one again. I just... Without Fox, Sacramento worry me, so... I'm going to go to the Rockets minus two at home. Boston at Minnesota. This is a big test for Boston. I actually like their chances, Minnesota at home. We saw them beat Denver. I think Ant-Man, Rudy, Carl Anthony Towns. They can at least push Boston right to the edge, if not win this one outright. So I'll take the plus four for Minnesota. If Boston win this, I think it's a really close one. Uh, OKC host Atlanta. I just talked about Trey Young being there and like Patty Mills hanging out, the entire team there looking at Trey Young Drive, which means I'm taking Atlanta minus three against OKC. <laughs> 100% of a chance that's what I'm doing. That's what's happening. Atlanta minus three against OKC. They're going to be fired up. 
If SGA comes back at some point, I don't know. But I'll take Atlanta. Uh, New Orleans at Denver. I'm going to go the Nuggets. The Pelicans are just a bit of a ramshackle army at this point, aren't they? Without CJ, I give them no chance against Denver. Minus six. I think the Nuggets can cover that. All right. And there you go. There's 12 games. That's huge. I might have Stats Guy to help me with those tomorrow in the office. Even though it's Melbourne Cup Day, we'll record after the race. After all those games are done. That is, yeah, 12 games. Jesus. So I need his help, I think. Anyway, should be good. Can't wait. We'll be back tomorrow. Because that's what we do on NBA Australia. Public holidays be damned. In the meantime, make sure you're following NBA Australia on Twitter, Facey, IG. We're all over the socials. Uh, get around NFL Australia with myself and Gaz. Should be a good week this week. Some awesome NFL games. Uh, check us a rating review on your podcast app. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, whatever app you use. Especially on your Android phone. I don't know what you use. So rate and review it. Star it. Whatever you can. It really does help. Help a brother out, man. Get around to NBAstray.com slash shop and get your merch. Big thanks go to From Oslo for the intro, outro, intro and outro song. Uh, check out the new band House Hats as well. And big thanks go to Joshua De Laurentiis, Fascinator, Goldmines, Ramshackle Army, Iowa, Sex Jedi, Green, 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 and Dozers for all the tunes you hear throughout the show. Smash them all on Bandcamp, Triple Day and Earth, Facey, Apple Music, Spotify. Remember, NBA Australia Sports Australian Band, so should you. All right, we're going to close out today's show with a deli review, and we will catch you tomorrow, you dickheads. This is NBA Australia saying, look after yourselves, would you? I can't believe OKC got dogged by the refs. All right, speak to you then. Later, hoses! Nah! Oi, 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 how the fuck age? It's your old man Deli over here to swing a ball real quick before my United game tonight. Because, uh, yeah, look, I've been dealing with a bit of concussion, but I'm all good now, so... I reckon it's because I just sort of sat on the couch for like two weeks and hung the fuck out, watched some tally and shit, played with the missus, played with the kid. Uh, yeah. But I'll tell you what, you know, with all the shit I watch and all the games I'm playing and all that sort of gear, the missus, she chose like one of them tally show movie ones the other day on, on the apples. I'm like, what is this one? Is it a streaming service or is it just tally shows? She's like, nah, it's also movies. And she put on this movie called Ghosted. I don't know if you ever fucking heard about this movie, but it's fucking shit. Yeah, it's like got Captain America in it and Anna Diamas and stuff, and you're like, alright, so this is like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, but kind of not. They're like not married or whatever. Is that right? Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. It's got Adrian Brody in it too, so it's just like, what the fuck's going on in this movie? What's up with fucking Captain America's hair? This is fucking... Like, it's distractingly shit. What the fuck? And it does feel like a movie I could have written because it's just, like, fucking bad, man. So, yeah. Anyway, it gets 14 out of 10 daily ones. I wouldn't watch it if I was you, but you may as well. Fucking why not? Ghosted. Is that on the apples or some shit? Yeah, probably. All right, there you go. That's it. Until next week. Hopefully we smash the game tonight and stuff. We fucking should. Fuck you, Perth. Yeah, blow it out your ass. Let's go, United. All right. Until next time. Later, fuckers. Deal out.